If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Star Wars 7x7 episode 356 today. The undisputed king of the prequels. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Boybar. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I am recording on the road. I'm actually in Montreal, Quebec, right now, and we are keeping it quiet because we're in a hotel room, and I'm recording while the rest of the Voivod clan is asleep, including Quizmaster Joe and Scorekeeper Declan. But I wanted to share this little fun fact for you, brought to you by the long-gone, late-lamented film critic Roger Ebert. You may dispense with the pleasantries, Commander. All right, all right. Well, we are talking about Revenge of the Sith today. And this is the paragraph that Roger Ebert wrote at the end of his review of Revenge of the Sith. He said, although Lucas has absolutely said he is finished with the series, it is inconceivable to me that 20th Century Fox will willingly abandon the franchise, especially as Lucas has hinted that parts of 7, 8, and 9 exist, at least in his mind. There will be enormous pressure for them to be made, if not by him, than by his deputies, end quote. Wow. <laughs> well, of course, we all knew that there was a 7, 8, 9 as far back as the 70s, but that's okay. He really nailed it. And uh, here we are 10 years later about to get our 7 at the very least. That's a start, right? All right, let's see what's going on in life on Tweedoween. There's nothing to see. I used to live here. Uh, now, I wonder if he ever saw anything like this. <laughs> this comes from Star Wars Junk on Twitter, and this is supposed to be the coolest mailbox ever. And it is pretty darn cool. We've got a picture at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. It looks like a handmade and manufactured Imperial Scout Walker. Pretty cool. Not exactly photorealistic or movie realistic, but that's all right. It's still pretty darn awesome. Do give it a look at the blog post today. All right, let's see what we have in the swag bag today before we get to this episode's force feature. Someone must have told him about my little maneuver at the Battle of Tanev. Okay, these things, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if I get them. This is a Darth Vader lounger, and basically, to me, this is like footy pajamas. <laughs> For all intents and purposes. Um, they have them kind of labeled as union suits also, if you want to say it. But it's a full-body Darth Vader suit. The only thing that's basically missing is the head and the cape. And, you know, like boots, actually. You know, it's more like booties. <laughs> but if that's your thing, well, hey, then that's your thing. And more power to you for just rolling with it. And we've got them at the blog post for this show's episode. You can click through and grab one for yourself or your favorite footy-wearing pajama person. <laughs> And with that, we are going to dive into our Force feature. So, as we said yesterday in talking about Attack of the Clones, noting that Attack of the Clones is generally regarded as the worst of the three prequel movies, and also well, the worst of the six in their entirety, 
Revenge of the Sith is definitely treated the opposite way. It is regarded as the best of the prequel trilogy. And the Rotten Tomato scores that we've been talking about so far, they bear that out too. It's an 80% in just the general critical analysis, but when you strip out everybody but the top critics, it goes down, but to a 65%. So this is also the only one that is listed as fresh by the top critics themselves. Now here's the thing that really kind of blew my mind is the fact that not only is it regarded as the best of the prequels, but there were some reviews at the time that suggested it was actually the best since The Empire Strikes Back in some cases, or that it was second only to The Empire Strikes Back. In fact, the New York Times said that of the four movies in the franchise that Lucas directed, that this one is the best, that it was in fact better than Star Wars itself, which is, well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> akin to heresy, I think, um, for my taste. But, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, of course. But I think the answer is probably pretty obvious why, and it's that we got to see exactly what we had invested in all those years to see. We got to see Darth Vader's descent into madness, and we got to see the epic lightsaber duel between Obi-Wan and Anakin that resulted in Anakin's utter defeat. And you got to give Lucas credit, because he certainly made a great show of it, for sure. Of course, the dialogue is still a problem, and you know many of the reviews flag that, of course. In fact, Roger Ebert had a great comment about how terrible Lucas is at writing love scenes and said that even greeting cards express more passion than Lucas is able to do. Now, I know I said it's because we all got what we were waiting for between Obi-Wan and Anakin and Anakin's descent into becoming Darth Vader. That is the reason why the movie is as liked as it is. But, of course, it has to be done in a way that actually makes it likable and worth watching. And I can't say I'm perfectly happy with everything about it, but gosh darn it, he did a decent job of actually bringing it to fruition. There is wall-to-wall action in this movie. And the way that the Jedi are eliminated comes across as just tremendously powerful. It's not just really the change from Anakin to Darth Vader that we wanted to see in this movie. It's the entire downfall of the Galactic Republic, and it's just been a two-movie build. I think the difference between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy is that the original trilogy had one great movie, and then it gave us you know a cliffhanger of a second that had to be resolved in the third, but the structure of the prequel trilogy is entirely different. It was two long movies building up into a third. We didn't have any cliffhanger sense in the second movie at all, and it was basically just one slow build to this entire climax, which I guess is probably why some people think that the prequels should have just been collapsed into one film. But I'm perfectly happy with having all three films, even warts and all. And uh, I'd love to know what you think about that. I mean, do you really wish that they had drilled all of that prequel material down into one movie? Let me know at the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com. All right, let's handle your trivia. Your feeble skills are no match for the power of the dark side. Last time we asked you what devices used to keep droids from running off, and those are restraining bolts. Today's question, what three words of advice did Luke give C-3PO before leaving to rescue Leia on the first Death Star? Thanks for flying with me for another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, no Bothan spies died to bring it to you, so please leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. 
That way you'll be helping to spread the word about the podcast to gorgeous Star Wars fans like you. Meanwhile, show notes, swag, the breaking news Twitter feed, and more are waiting for you at SW7X7.com. This doesn't feel like rock. It's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!